that to the Lord for this year, he showed me that he would be magnified. All right. And so he came out in a lot of our lives and he really showed himself very strong, even through the trials, even through the changes. And a lot of people really connected with last year's. And this year you'll connect with this because the Lord really is already showing himself that he will be magnified, that there is planting and then there's a watering, but he gives the increase. Todd, this message, it's just a short little message before we go into honoring God, is all for Christ. This is going to be a year for all for Christ, a release of a movement all for Christ. And so and in that, he is magnified. Todd, put up, um, please, Matthew 18, 12, and I think it's 22. I wrote it out, but I, oh my God. <laughs> Am I red? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is funny because I love physical activity. Wear me down, right? Okay, so it says, what do you think? We're going to start off. I love questions because the Lord really does open that up. He says, what do you think? If a man owns a 100 sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the 99 and go to the mountain to seek the one that is straying? And if he should find it, surely I say unto you, he rejoices more over that sheep than the other 99 that did not go astray. Even so, it is not the will of your father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Isn't that beautiful? That means everybody in here, I don't know where you're at or what you're doing, but everybody who's called to them, not one of you are called to perish. It says, moreover, if your brother sins against you, I don't know if I need to go that one. No, okay. No, I don't need that one. Okay, that's very good. All right, so as we read that, the verses go on to say, and if, and if he finds that lost one, truly I tell you, he is happier about that one sheep than about the 99 of all of them. Our harvest, Zinni was speaking a couple weeks ago, that there's a harvest, there's a harvest, a harvest is coming, a harvest coming. Well, you know what that harvest was this year? It was people in your lives. That was the harvest. And, you know, as the Lord was revealing to me, our harvest at KLM is the people. It is the people. We have all been that one sheep. We have all come in here. We have been that one sheep that the Lord has called us by sending one out. I want you to really think about that. When you look up here at the thing, there are 99 red balloons. There's 100 red balloons, right? There, I mean, there's 99 red balloons. And there's one what? One lost sheep. Yeah. Okay. So each one of these balloons represents us. But before we all came into this ministry, we were all the, the lost sheep. We weren't with the flock. Red represents the blood of Jesus. Red represents courage. Red represents fire. Red represents passion. Red represents love and our affection. And so even when we learn on the soul, what's the color of affections and love? Red, okay? So the unity that we build together in Christ, all right, is what is used to humble and change us. Those who stay within the flock are safe. Why are all these guys safe? Because there's power in numbers. How many times that even before you ever entered ministry or, or brought your heart to Christ, you still had your friends you hung out with, right? We learned tonight in ordination that 
when you come into your conversion of Christ, God then does what? Sets you apart, but he puts you still in a flock of people. Okay, it's just not the same people you may have hung out before. And so the beauty of this demonstration is to show you that, you know, there are powers, numbers of Christ, and sometimes there's a group over here, and sometimes there's a group over here, and then you've got a lost person. All right? As we come together in a safe body, all this starts to what? They start coming together to form one body in Christ. All right? So we can function and do what we're called to do. All right. It says, in that unity, we become humbled. We become changed. And we are called to stay in the the flock. We are his circumcision. We are the circumcised. I love Chris stand up. Okay. Chris comes in today. Not. No. Right. Where is Carrie? Chris. Chris comes in tonight. Circumcised. His head is circumcised, right? Okay. I said, Chris, you're, you're my demonstration. Hey, the word says, the word says in Philippians, look, this man had a full head of hair yesterday. I mean, fluffy, layers. He came in with a physical difference. <laughs> but in Christ... I don't know why. I I just thought it was cute because he changed. You know what I mean? He changed. Okay. So Chris, you know what I mean? When we come into a body like Kingdom Life Ministries, we're called to experience the change and we're going to be changed. And he says in his word that we are the circumcised. That means our heart has been changed towards him. And that means we're not living for our own anymore. We're living for him, a new heart changed, seeking love, seeking the truth being changed in who we're really called to be. So we are the circumcised who worship God in spirit. Why every year do we come at the year change to what? Usher in God through our worship, through our words. When it says who worship God in spirit, that means we what? Sing. We raise our hands. We call out to God. It says we rejoice in Christ. This is what the word says this. And we have no confidence with our flesh. We are not to have confidence with what our old life used to be. We can't come into a new thing with the old things except for our heart is changed. Okay? And it's like, I love this because our heart beats for another person. It beats for Christ. Do you know what the most beautiful thing is? Being one body, but having two souls in one. All right, now the two souls that we all have to achieve is us and Christ. That becomes two souls in one body. Isn't that beautiful? And we actually start walking, breathing, and moving for what God has called us to do because we're so much happier in that place. Because he says with the circumcised heart, we are going to worship God in spirit. We are going to rejoice in Christ. And we have no confidence in our old self. And we count all things as loss. All things is lost. Everything that you have given up. I loved it. This really meshed with part of the ordination because all things that you lost in that old world, the lost sheep not connected to his true family. Do you know what I mean? Everything that this one sheep did have, he counts it all lost for the excellence of knowledge of Christ. 
I love it. We suffer the loss of all things to gain Christ. We suffer and go through these trials. We go through these changes because we have to grow power in numbers. Christ has to become a body within all of us. Sheila has two souls in one body. I have two souls in one body. We come together and now we're creating a bigger body. And what she does, oh, well, you're a bad example. We're a teacher, right? No, I mean, no, you're a good example. How she's going to teach and what she's going to teach and who she's going to teach to are maybe different than me, but we're still bringing people into the body. We're going after the lost, the lost one that we all used to be. It says we learn to have that no confidence in our flesh. We count all the things of loss. We suffer the loss to be found in him through faith. You know what I learned in ordination class? I learned something in ordination class. Even though I got a C on my final exam, I, I learned something. I learned that the faith that we have to walk through, God gave it to us. That is a gift. The greatest gift is love. But he had actually given us a faith that he puts in our heart. He puts in that heart so that you can actually be found in him. And then things you work through faith. So a faith which is from God, you're going to experience three things. As we one, we learn to know him. So this lost sheep, right, comes in that door. I should go put that by the door, right? The lost sheep comes in this door because they're coming in not knowing that they're just like all these people. And they have to do everything that this body, but they come in not knowing who they are. Okay, and so I love it because the spirit draws that balloon to its little family of 99 balloons, right? But I notice that when people come in, we've talked about it, they go back out. Some people leave. They don't stay with the flock because they're unsure and that they're scared. And so it says, as we first thing, learn to know him. That's going to be the first thing. As that balloon is coming towards its flock, it's going to first learn to know him. The second thing, the word says this, it's in Philippians. The second thing is we're going to experience the power of his resurrection. And that's the power of his word working in your life. So as that love is being drawn to the flock, that person does not trust all these people. But as they're being drawn, they're learning to know him through them. Okay, sometimes we get this. It's not about people. It's all about people. It's all about the people that we draw. So it's an experiencing the power of his resurrection through the word spoken through the flock. And then third, we are to be united in the fellowship of his suffering, being conformed to his death. Why does it hurt somebody to come close and then they want to go away? Because the more they get close to that magnified power, what's happening? They're changing. They're having to be changed. So when they get close to that power, that's intimidating. Sometimes the power of God can be very intimidating to those who don't know it. We gain more of him as love grows and is magnified through the body. Zinni's helping it along. Soul shifters, she's bringing it along, right? All right. Zinni's helping it along. Let me talk to you about those little creatures in my brain, right? Okay. I do love that. Right. So Christ, Christ has magnified the body in a resurrection of our gain in Christ. Todd, can you please put up Philippians 3, 7, 9? Philippians 3, 7, 9. This is beautiful because I know how it felt to walk through the door. 
And I saw Louise, I saw Zinni, I saw Jean, I saw all the people that were here at that time. I'm trying to think, how many people were here or here then, right? Okay, why? They walked, (laughs) Teresa was right there, all right? You come in and they're all going through those changes and you're going to have to change. The word says, but what things were gained to me, these I have counted lost for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things lost. For the what? Excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. We are called to gain that knowledge of Christ. For whom I have suffered loss of all things and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him. Not having my own righteousness. That means we all came in the door in our own righteousness. Our balloon did its own thing and probably was very successful outside these doors. But it wasn't doing it in the knowledge and the excellence of Christ that he wants. How many people want the knowledge and excellence of Christ in their life for 2016 and beyond and beyond? We all already want that. There isn't anybody that doesn't want to be advancing in what they're called to do. Nobody, Charlie Brown, right? We want to advance in the things that make us happy because God knows it better than us. We have to gain that knowledge of the excellence. It says, without... Not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through what? Faith in Christ. The righteousness, which is what? From God. Isn't that powerful? So each balloon that comes back into the fold is built into the body, unified through humility. But you're being humbled in a safe place of this change. It says in it, this is a process. It is the journey of faith. This is the year, the Lord showed me, that this year is a release of movement. Todd, can you put Philippians 1, 15, 18? We are actually in the latter days. Do you know what the latter days mean? The latter means the end, right? But this is so powerful. It says, some indeed preach Christ, even from envy and strife, and some also from goodwill. The former preach Christ from selfish ambition. Not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my chains. Do you know when I came in here, I went to St. Elizabeth's Church, right? I was loving God, but for my own what? Selfish, ambitious gain. And that sounds really strong. It means I didn't know him. I did not experience him. Remember I said, as you come closer, it's to know him. It's to experience him. I was living in how it made me feel. That was my selfish ambition. Raise your hand if you've been there. Everybody has. Because everybody who has a latter day has a what? A former day. So people have envied. People have been in strife. We've even said we've done it in goodwill. Right? Okay, I want you to think like that. That's that balloon. That's how that balloon feels. I do it right. And they're coming upon this body. Zinni's moving it along. But here's the beautiful thing. Paul says, supposing to add to affliction to my chains. Do you know what I mean? What all that was doing was building. It was building a time that we were going to learn what real love was. It was building the chains that he was going to break. And so it says, but the latter out of what, everybody? Love. These are the latter saints. These, this is the latter days, the people who come back into the fold, right? And now they're preaching Christ through what? Love. Isn't this beautiful? Because they've learned to know him. 
They've learned to experience the power of his resurrection. They learned to unify in the fellowship of his suffering. Don't you love it? Man, I love Mamie. Mamie thought I was crazy a year ago. Anybody who meets me at first thinks I'm crazy, right? Because when they tell me they're suffering, I get what? Excited, right? Because that does mean God's drawing. We're out, I'm Lee, out to get the what? The one. Because as I was already matured in the flock, now I can go out and get the what? One. Because he doesn't want to lose us, okay? We're all called to that. We're all called to get to the maturity, not to preach the former, but to preach the latter. Isn't this beautiful? So we want to preach that. It says, but the latter out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. Isn't that also, we are appointed for the defense of the gospel. That doesn't mean put up your dukes and fight, right? That means grow to know him. Grow to experience him. Grow to be in unity with the fellowship of the body. And then you start growing up in the maturity of him. That's what this ministry does. So he says there is not one that goes out and is what? Lost. Okay. Here's, and now here's some backup. Okay. So I like this. What then? Let me tell you something. That question I ask a lot. You, you say be ignorant. When I hit a point with God, my next question is, what then? What then? What else do I have better to do? I want to ask everybody, what do you have better else to do? But to grow up in what you're called to do, and then to go out and what? Go get that one and bring him back? What else do we have better to do? What then? It says, only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And in this, I rejoice. So guess what? I don't care if somebody comes through this door and they're still living their formal under, their former understanding. We're still going to what? Love them anyway. Because it doesn't make a difference. If they're preaching Christ, praise God. Because that is our purpose in life, is to grow up, be matured, and what? Preach it out. Teach it out. Draw the lost one. Who wants to go get a lost soul this year? Right? We want to get a lost soul. And the only way to do that is to rejoice, magnify in his name. So, Joel 2.23, we only got three more scriptures. What time? Am I good, Todd? Five minutes. Okay, Todd, Joel 2.23, three more scriptures. Okay, we are to live in Christ. That is the goal. Everybody's to grow and live in Christ. Be glad then, you children of Zion. This is the year of the house ministry. We call it house of Zion. It's going out. It says, be glad then, you children of Zion. And what? Rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you what? The former reign faithfully. That means we weren't faithful. He was, right? And he will what? Cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. Man, January's going to be awesome, right? January's going to be awesome. All right, because you are being aware you're out of the former day. You're into the latter. Go to Haggai. Two nine. <sighs> Isn't this exciting? We are so blessed. The glory of this latter temple. We are the temple. Anybody in here is new, doesn't know it? You are the temple of God. So you have your former temple and you got your new temple with the Holy Spirit, Christ being formed in you. It says the glory of this latter temple shall be what? Greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will what? Give peace. Don't we all want peace? 
I'm coming out, right? Okay, so though as the body of red balloons live, we will bring in the new year. We will magnify the Lord Jesus Christ. We had fun last year, right? And as we worship him, we are still going to have fun in him. But we're going to play four songs that's going to bring in the new year. And I want everybody to know that he is going to be magnified in his movement of this year. So if you experienced a change in the people around you and you've experienced something of a change in a person in your life, then just think about it. This year gets what? Magnified. If you've experienced something else or received another blessing or whatever God has shifted you in, the Lord said this year is the year of what? Movement. And we're moving out of these walls. Why? Because we've got some maturity. So this ministry is expanding out and going out and taking what it's learned to go do what? Go get the one. Because he sends out the one to bring in the one. And in this beautiful this was all inspired by a book that I, I loved the movie when I was little. It's called The Red Balloon. And it was a little boy in search of a friend. And he had a red balloon with him, right? And that red balloon really represented Christ. But the key thing was the balloon died. And once the balloon died, all the captive balloons in all of Paris came out. Now, I want you to think about that. In his death, he blessed us with eternal life. And he blessed us with a life to move abundantly through faith. The power in love. And like the balloon release that set the captives free, we are free. We are free. We are supposed to float like these red balloons. We are to grow, be matured, go out and bring the flock in. And then the power in the numbers. You know, there's a song, raise your hand if you know it, 99 red balloons. Okay? I personally didn't really like the song. I, I mean, I like the words, but I was going to play it for tonight. And if you read the lyrics to that song, 99 Red Balloons, it's about the 99 ministers that pull together and change the world. All right? So just with 99 in a flock, we can change the world. And that song was written when the Berlin Wall was being torn down between East and West. And that song was because 99 ministers chose peace to bring down the wall. As we move out, we are those ministers to bring down what? The wall. And it's a beautiful song if you want to Google it later. But it, it kind of the flow of it, you know, was just a little bit different. But the words were awesome. We are called to go out to bring people in to what? Bring down. That's the love. That is the love. That's what we're all called to do. So what? What else do we have to do? How many times do we complain? I don't want to go do this. I don't want to go do that. I don't want to find out who I am. Because you're, because there's a fear sometimes in knowing what the truth is. But you know what the best part about searching out that truth and change? Is experiencing the great love of knowing that he died to set all the captives free. He died to bring the 99 together and he didn't forget the one. And so isn't that awesome? So we're gonna, we're gonna all come on up here and we're gonna bring in the new year by magnifying the Lord. And if you don't know how to magnify the Lord, I wanna come up here. Pull chairs back. These are four really good songs. The words are up here. Use your voice. Spring them out. I got a minute. Let's get everybody up here. Everybody's got a minute to get themselves up, up here. And look, and when we're done, you're going to grab, take, you take this balloon home. You know what you're going to do? Set it free. 
and commit yourself to Christ and commit yourself to bringing in that what? Everybody's going to bring in a lost one this year. Everybody's going to bring in a lost one. All right, praise God. Is everybody excited? All right, come on up. Are we ready? All right, and you can see the countdown going as we go through the songs. We will we will worship in the new year. So there won't be a stop for the new year. And read the words. Read the words. Praise the Lord. <laughs> 